0: So in preparing for tonight's psalms, I came across another study guide that specifically focused just on this group of psalms, the Songs of Ascent. And here's a little something the editors wrote in their introduction for this specific reading plan. The Christian life is a climb, a journey of constant growth, sacrifice, and trusting God for what we cannot see. As a Bible scholar once said, we are pilgrims, but we are also disciples. Always moving and always learning. I loved that. We are pilgrims, but we are also disciples. Always moving and always learning. The Psalms of Ascent, chapters 120 through 134, were sung by worshipers as they made the journey up to Jerusalem for the annual feast. The pilgrim disciple laments her culture of dishonesty and hostility and leaves for the holy city of Jerusalem. This song was sung with an eye toward the goal, worship on God's holy hill. It is the song of a person who is stirred to leave a broken world in search of a place where peace reigns. Dissatisfaction with the brokenness of our world is an essential component to a pilgrim's journey. It stirs up us to get up from where we are and seek a better way. We aren't called to simply flee from the lies of the culture. We are called to flee to God. We aren't just called to simply flee from the lies of our culture. We are called to flee to God. And ladies, we are not just seeking a better way. We are seeking the way, right? Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He's not just the best option out there. He is our only option, the only option for our world, our only hope, our only Savior, So how do we do it, ladies? How do we run from this world and run to God? We are on the ultimate road trip, aren't we? Our journey as pilgrims to be at home with our Lord and not of this world manifests itself in both daily practical ways and spiritual means. It takes spiritual discipline and desire to grow as well as practical decisions to say no to the flesh. The eternal hope to one day be in heaven ought to be worked out daily as we abstain from worldly practices and beliefs. And what road trip is complete without some tunes? right? <laughs> we need an ultimate road trip playlist, right? So imagine ourselves in the shoes of these pilgrims that maybe only once a year you have the chance to go to the temple, right? And see the place where God promised that his presence would come. And along the way, you would be reading or not reading, singing these psalms that your parents taught you, whose parents taught them, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. Right, so what we're going to look at today is how some of these Psalms remind us of worship songs and how they can help us on our road trip in running to God and from the world. The first song that comes to mind from Psalm 120 is called Be Still My Soul. It also has the subtitle In You I Rest. You still my soul, in you I rest. Um, I want to read as many of these psalms as possible because they're so good. But we'll pick up in verse 6. My soul has dwelt too long with one who hates peace. I am for peace, but when I speak, they are for war. And here the psalmist, he ends this, this song of just distress with that reminder that his soul is not at rest here. Because it has to rest in the Lord. The part of the the lyrics for that song, it starts off with, Be still, my soul. The Lord is on thy side. Bear patiently the cross of grief or pain. Leave to thy God to order and provide. In every charge, he faithful will remain. And uh, just the chorus, in you I rest, in you I find my hope, in you I trust, you never let me go. I place my life within your hands alone, be still my soul. We go now to Psalm 121. And The Song of Ascent here tells us with, I lift up my eyes to the hills, from whence comes My help, my help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve your soul. The Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. I forgot to mention that Psalm 120, the song there, because maybe, maybe you guys have more worship songs or a better playlist. So the song there would be for times of affliction. Right, so if you in case you want to go home and do your own outline where you create your own playlist for our pilgrimage to heaven, look for a song for times of affliction. This psalm, we need one that reminds us to look to God. So the the song that the Lord put on my heart is that Irish hymn, Be Thou My Vision. Right? That not only would we look to God, but that our looking would be like God's. The way he sees, right? Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart; not be else to me, save that thou art. Thou my best thought, by day or by night, waking or sleeping, my presence, thy presence, my light. I love how it ends because we we in our very casual culture which has become more and more casual as Americans, right? Uh, We forget the idea that God is our king, right? And the majesty and the authority and the right that a king would have over his kingdom and that we are all members of this royal kingdom. When we forget, we forget to walk in awe of that majesty, right? That How many uh, citizens of a kingdom would would love to just see a glimpse of their king, you know, as as he would maybe have a parade or something to celebrate him. And that we would remember this when we sing, High King of heaven, my treasure thou art. High King of heaven, my victory won. May I reach heaven's joys, O bright heaven's sun. Heart of my own heart, whatever befall, still be my vision. ruler of all, right? He's our king and he's the ruler of all. So for Psalm 121, we need a song to remind us to look to God. For Psalm 120, it was a song for times of affliction. For Psalm 122, songs that highlight the joy in communion, the joy in communion. And I got these little um, taglines from one of Spurgeon's teachings. So he, he outlined the Songs of Ascent with these little uh, descriptions. And so it just helped me kind of pray and think about which songs would uh, connect with our Songs of Ascent. Psalm 122. I was glad when they said, let us go into the house of the Lord. And this struck me, right? Because David is happy at just the mention of going to God's house. Like, They're not even there, they're not even necessarily on the way, but just someone brings it up. Hey, why don't we go to church today? And already his heart is joyful and anticipating. And just, we know that he longed to build a house for the Lord, right? And this time it was still just the tabernacle. I say that just, but it's pretty amazing. Uh, The tabernacle of God. And so it wasn't impressive, Right? It wasn't necessarily laden in gold and sparkly and shiny, but just the thought of going to the tabernacle, the presence of the Lord David was joyful, that joy in communion. Um, peace be within your walls, prosperity within your palaces. For the sake of my brethren and companions, I will now say peace be within you. Because of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek your good. And the song that comes to mind is actually based on another psalm. It's uh, Better is One Day, right? Better is one day in your courts. Better is one day in your house. Better is one day in your courts for thousands elsewhere, right? It starts off with how lovely is your dwelling place. Oh, Lord Almighty, Uh, my heart and flesh cry out for you, the living God. Your spirit's water to my soul. I've tasted and I've seen come once again to me. I will draw near to you. And we know that we can do that individually, right? We no longer need to enter into a specific place to partake of the presence of the Lord. But isn't it sweet that we get to? Isn't it amazing that just one day in the house of the Lord is better than thousands spent elsewhere? So, again, that was a song to remind us about the joy in communion. For our next uh, chapter, Psalm 123, we need a song for times of invocation. Invocation, that calling out and asking the Lord to be our help. And the song that came to mind was um, Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. Psalm 123, we'll look specifically at verses 1 through 4. Unto you I lift up my eyes, O you who dwell in the heavens. Behold, as the eyes of servants look to the hand of their masters, as the eye of a maid to the hand of her mistress, so our eyes look to the Lord our God until he has mercy on us. Have mercy on us, O Lord. Have mercy on us, For we are exceedingly filled with contempt. Verse 4, our soul is exceedingly filled with the scorn of those who are at ease with the contempt of the proud. This song, Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus, I didn't know it, but it was written by someone who is blind. Her name is Helen Hothworth Lemuel. And she wasn't born blind, but that happened to her later in her life. Uh, I was able to find uh, an article by Chris Field and he writes that she was a brilliant singer and musician and she had remarkable literary abilities and it was widely recognized. She composed more than 500 hymns and poems and authored very successful children's books. She composed many musical pieces for children and she continued her pursuit until her death just 13 days before her 98th birthday. But one day, as her eyes were were starting to... Let me see. Okay. I was trying to summarize the article for you, and then I lost it. Okay, so here's the part that's important. In time, she married a wealthy European and taught voice at the Moody Bible Institute. Then when she became blind, her husband abandoned her. Which was just one of the many heartaches Helen struggled with during her midlife. So she was already serving in music ministry when she started losing her sight and her husband abandoned her. She says, or it said that one day she was given a track, and it said this it was a profound impact on her. So then turn your eyes upon him, look full into his face. And you will find that the things of earth will acquire a strange new dimness. And she says that those words just leapt up out of the page. And that's when she wrote, turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Oh, ladies, in times of needing of our need may we turn our eyes to Jesus that brings us to our next psalm chapter 124 David writes if it had not been the Lord who was on our side let Israel now say verse 2 if it had not been the Lord who was on our side when men rose up against us then they would have swallowed us alive when their wrath was kindled, right? All these things would have happened to us if it wasn't that the Lord was fighting for us. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. And uh, Spurgeon says that this psalm represents times of thanksgiving, times of looking back and seeing how God has won us the victory, his victory, and we're just along for it, right? And the song that came to mind, um, Is whom shall I fear or God of angel armies the chorus I usually can't sing it I didn't know I wouldn't be able to say it without crying but it says I know who goes before me and I know who stands behind the God of angel armies is always by my side the one who reigns forever he is a friend of mine The God of angel armies is always by my side. And again, anytime I hear the song on the radio or, or it's sung somewhere and I try to sing along, it just, it never stops surprising me that the God of angel armies, the one who reigns forever, that he wants to be my friend. Next, our sixth song on our playlist, As We Journey to Heaven, is one that we sang tonight because it's so perfect. This song is so moving, right? Those who trust. And uh, it's funny because in my outlines, I always put the the chapter in parentheses, but then the title of this song is Those Who Trust, parentheses, Psalm 125, and then I have parentheses, Psalm 125 again. Um, One of my favorite things about this song is how moving it is that we will not be moved. Right? It's such a moving, uplifting song as we remind ourselves we won't be moved as we wait on Him, as we trust. Um, And this song is a song for confidence. And I love the fact that the confidence is not in ourselves, it's in the Lord. And man, oh man, does the world want to lie to us and tell us that our confidence needs to be in anything but the Lord? Right? Your confidence should be in all these necessary precautions to prevent things or oh don't worry your confidence should be in the fact that things are going to get better or your confidence needs to be in yourself or your career or blah 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 and all those things are fading but our confidence in the lord we will not be moved it cannot be moved but abides forever, right? Christ the King sets my feet on a firm foundation. And man, oh man, do our feet need a firm foundation in these days. But What a beautiful promise. They will not, not be moved, though the world moves like mad. Yep, (laughs) we're definitely there, ladies. So that was for Psalm 125. Uh, those who trust and it's a song for times of confidence our next point is Psalm 126 and um, the tagline for it is patient waiting for deliverance patient waiting for deliverance I always think it's interesting that the whenever it's it's patient waiting right? It's not another kind of waiting. It's not impatient waiting. It's not, you know, waiting where you're like eager waiting where you're like trying to make the the time pass by, but it's very specific, patient waiting for deliverance. Psalm 126, when the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion, we were like those who dream. Then our mouth was filled with laughter, our tongue with singing. Then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things things for them the Lord has done great things for us and we are glad right those who sow in tears shall reap in joy and the song that came um, to mind is God is able right God is able he will never fail he is almighty God greater than all we seek greater than all we ask he has done great things lifted up He defeated the grave. Raised to life, our God is able. In his name, we overcome. For the Lord, our God is able. Our eighth point shows us God's grace and favor. So a song that reminds you of God's grace and his favor. Psalm 127 reads Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who built it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchmen stay awake in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows, for so he gives his beloved sleep. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward like arrows in the hand of a warrior. So are the children of one's youth. Happy is the man who has his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but shall speak with their enemies in the gate. Uh, I loved that promise, right? The Lord gives his beloved sleep. This idea that children are a heritage from the Lord. So the Lord uh, reminded me of the song I used to sing to my kids when they were little. To get them to fall asleep and it's also scripture it's a verse it's a song based on verses in Jude and it says to the only God and that's what it's called who is able to keep us able to keep us from falling to the only God be all glory and honor majesty and power for all ages now and forevermore i just remember holding my little babies and singing this um, and just praying lord i know you're able to keep them from falling so i'm just going to hold you to it i'm going to hold you to it lord and to him be all glory honor majesty and power for all ages now and forevermore psalm 128 we need a song to remind us of the fear of the lord Right? That that would be part of our playlist as we journey to our eternal Jerusalem. The fear of the Lord will keep us. And the song that came to mind was just How Great Thou Art. Right? I love how even in that song it says, and when I think that God, his son, not sparing, like that's how intent the Lord is in dealing with sin. That He would not even spare his only begotten son blessed is everyone who fears the lord who walks in his way when you eat the labor of your hands you shall be happy and it shall be well with you oh ladies so many promises here but may we be those who walk in the fear of the lord and may we remember just these amazing words of these hymns where the doctrine was right. <laughs> so many worship songs today that are out there. I'm so thankful for our worship team. And uh, Amanda, just the discernment the, the Lord has given her and in, in proofing different songs. People have strayed so much from God's word and they find themselves in music ministry and they label it as worship and they try to like sort of sell it, but it's off. It's not in accordance to scripture. So it's, it's usually safe to go back to some of the the old-time hymns, you know, where there was that fear of God when they wrote these things. Um, When Christ shall come with shouts of acclamation and take me home, what joy shall fill my heart, then I shall bow in humble adoration and there proclaim, my God, how great thou art. Oh, the fear of the Lord, The next uh, Psalm of Ascent, the 10th Psalm, uh, Psalm 129, the theme is martyrdom, right? It's that reminder of so many that have willingly laid down their lives for the Lord. Um, And thinking of Christ, right? As he was making his way up to Jerusalem, he was singing these psalms too with his disciples. And he knew that his afflictions that he was about to face— we're going to be painful that it was going to be the first time he was separated from his heavenly father yet he was able to sing with joy Hebrews tells us right who for the joy set before him endured the cross and I was reminded again of another hymn how deep the father's love for us right when we think of how deep those nails went into uh, Christ's hands and feet how deep that spear went into his side how deep that um cat of nine tails as he was whipped and beaten that crown of thorns how deep the father's love for us right Uh, how great the pain of searing loss the father turns his face away as wounds which mar the chosen one bring many sons to glory behold the man upon the cross. My sin upon his shoulders. Ashamed, I hear my mocking voice call out among the scoffers. It was my sin that held him there until it was accomplished. His dying breath has brought me life. I know that it is finished. How willing ought we to be, not just to die for Christ, but to live for him, right? To put to death those things of the flesh, those things that he's calling us to lay aside, those beliefs maybe that go against God's word, those uh, habits that we know don't please them. How willing ought we to be when we consider his love? Oh, Lord, the Lord is righteous. He has cut in pieces the cords of the wicked. Let all those who hate Zion be put to shame and turn back. And the blessing of the Lord won't be upon those that say these things. Psalm 130. In this psalm, we are encouraged to remember hatred for sin, right? Hatred for sin. I wait for the Lord, verse 5 tells us, and in his word I do hope. My soul waits for the Lord More than for those who watch for the morning. Yes, more than those who watch for the morning. O Israel, hope in the Lord. For with the Lord there is mercy. And with him is abundant redemption. Verse 8. And he shall redeem Israel from all his iniquities. I think of the song Hosanna. right? Um, There's a bridge in that song which tells us, Break my heart for what breaks yours. And just, do my sins break my heart as I know that they break the Lord's? And may there be a hatred for sin, not just in others, not just in our world, but in myself as that pilgrim disciple that yearns for her home. Psalm 131. The song that comes to mind is, I Surrender. The theme that we're told to focus on for this chapter is humility, humility, humility. Psalm 131, Lord, my heart is not haughty, nor my eyes lofty, neither do I concern myself with great matters, nor with things too profound for me. Surely I have calmed and quieted my soul like a weaned child with his mother, like a weaned child is my soul within me. Oh, is your hope in the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. And I was reminded of the song, I surrender. Uh, the second verse says, I'm singing you this song, I'm waiting at the cross. All the world holds dear, I count it all as lost. For the sake of knowing you, for the glory of your name, to know the lasting joy, even sharing in your pain. And the, the chorus just reminds us that I surrender all to him, right? I surrender. And that would be the ultimate act of Humility. It's just surrendering, admitting we don't know better, admitting that God's plans are better, and that he is worthy. Psalm 132, we're going to pick up in verse 13. For the Lord has chosen Zion. He has desired it for his dwelling place. This is my resting place forever. Here I will dwell, for I have desired it. Verse 15, I will abundantly bless her provision. I will satisfy her poor with bread. I will also clothe her priests with salvation, and her saints shall shout out loud for joy. There I will make the horn of David grow. I will prepare my lamp for my anointed. His enemies I will clothe with shame, but upon himself his crown shall flourish. And uh, we are instructed in this psalm to remember the desire for the coming of Christ. He is coming. Do we desire it? Do we long for that day? And the song that um, was just on my heart was Cornerstone, right? That desire that he's coming. And it says, When he shall come with trumpet sound, oh, may I then in him be found, dressed in his righteousness alone, right? And we, we saw there in the song that he's the one that dresses us, faultless to stand before the throne. Oh, ladies. He's coming so soon, and I pray that that would be what you desire. We come to our 14th Psalm of Ascent, Psalm 133. Behold how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious oil upon the head running down on the beard, the beard of Aaron running down on the edge of his garments. It is like the dew of Hermon descending upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded commanded the blessing, life forevermore. This psalm is especially dear to me. Um, It was the last teaching I heard my grandfather share. We were at a family reunion, and uh, my dad's dad shared a little Devo, and he did it on this psalm. So every time I read it, I can almost hear his voice in Spanish reading the psalm and talking about that beard of Aaron and the oil running down. Um, It's just a really sweet memory that I have associated with this psalm. So, we are reminded of concord and charity in this psalm, right? How good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together, and not just together in like arms distance, you know, six feet apart, not just for COVID, but you know. Um, but in unity, in concord and charity. So I put here in little asterisk, friend's favorite worship song right? Because if you're on a road trip and there's other people in the car, you want to include some of their songs too. So I don't know if that ever happens to you, but sometimes we'll be in worship and there'll be a song played that reminds me of of a friend. And I don't even know if it's their favorite worship song anymore. Uh, One of them for me is, we will worship the Lamb of Glory, we will worship the King of Kings. We worship the Lamb of Glory, we worship the King. And with our hands lifted high, um we come before you and sing and then when the world won, with our hands lifted high to the sky and the world wonders why we'll just tell them we're loving our king so that was a favorite song of one of my friends in high school and I don't even know if that's still her favorite song or not but every time we sing that song I pray for her and it reminds me of her so you can insert there one of your friends favorite worship songs and just remember to pray for them whenever that song comes up and that that would still minister to them lastly, Psalm 134, we are reminded of the constant blessing of God. The constant blessing of God. Behold, bless the Lord, all you servants of the Lord, who by night stand in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord, the Lord who made heaven and earth. Bless you from Zion. And of course, I thought of the song, The Blessing, and just how sweet that has been in this season to pray number six, right? That, that command that we're given every time you go out from a gathering together, bless one another with this. And I thought, man, how much that must bless the Lord's heart when we bless one another. When we are claiming his promises, not just for ourselves, but for our brothers and sisters in Christ. And again, I was just thinking as uh, we were going through these psalms what it must have been like those times that Jesus went to Jerusalem, right? Whether it was the first time that he cleansed the temple or later when he knew that this was going to be the last time he was going to ascend those steps, the last time he was going to get to sing these songs with those 12 disciples of his. And uh, just as we come to uh, the season of Of resurrection sunday and good friday that we would delight in his goodness that we would be broken at the weight of the sacrifice that he was willing and that he completed for us for our sins that it wouldn't just be uh pastor zach shared with the lhm students on monday and that reminder that jesus didn't just die for the sins of the world but he died for my sins Right, that, that would be that personal weight of Lord. How can I not give you everything? How can my entire pilgrimage and life and every decision have no uh, no detours, right on this path as we head to heaven? So ladies, I don't know um, what kind of songs uh you're feeling these days you're singing these days maybe you're you're in a season where you're just really hating sin you're seeing the consequence of it in your family members and your friends and you just are desiring for that righteousness of the lord maybe you need to be reminded to look to god because social media and the news and all these other things are clouding your vision and maybe the lord is telling you to abstain from that to fast from now until resurrection sunday from those outlets um Maybe you needed to be reminded of the joy in communion. Maybe you're in a time where you're desperate for his help, and it's a song of invocation from your heart. Whatever section of these Psalms of Ascent, just know that the Lord hears that song of your heart, and he's going to be honored by it, whether he's honored because of your request, whether he's honored because of your thanksgiving and your praise, Just take it to the Lord and um, be reminded that he's coming soon for us. So let's pray. God, we thank you for this gift of your word. We thank you for the gift of being able to worship you in our car, in our closets sometimes. And we're just desperate and crying out to you, Lord. We thank you and we do not take for granted the joy of being able to worship together with your saints in your house, Lord. And I just pray for each and every one of my sisters. You know, the ones who are tired, the ones who are struggling, um, the ones who are doubting. And Lord, need to be told, blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. Lord, we are in awe that the God of Angel Armies desires to be our friend. And Lord, that we would invest in that relationship and we would desire to learn from you and that heaven would truly be our home we love you jesus it's in your name that we pray amen amen we love you ladies have a blessed evening